Now let's just back up a little bit and notice some things about that scripture. Did you notice that wise men knew whose star it was? They weren't guessing. It was the Messiah's star. It was the promised one, the Savior, Jesus. Did you notice that they could trust that star where that star would lead them? Because they knew it was the Messiah's star, the promised one, the Savior, whose name is Jesus. And when the wise men got to the place that the star was over, they knew what to do with Messiah. They worshiped him because he's worthy to be praised. In fact, in verse 11, it says they not only worshiped him, but they fell down before him and worshiped him. They were so overjoyed, they couldn't contain themselves. They gave all glory and praise to the Messiah, the promised one, the Savior, whose name is Jesus, in the form of a baby. And they worshipped him. You know, maybe tonight you know like the basic facts of the birth of Jesus. But it absolutely has no significance in your life. Oh, you know about it. You celebrate it. But it has absolutely no significance in your life. You know, maybe there's like an accumulation of traditions of the season. Like making Christmas cookies, or putting up your Christmas tree, or St. Nick's night, or coming to the wonderful Christmas tea, or Christmas cards, or carols, or poinsettias. All the different traditions, and there's nothing wrong with those. But perhaps the absolute point of why Jesus came escapes you. Or are we like Herod? Did you hear what Herod said? You know, he pretended to worship the Messiah, didn't he? He pretended. He said, oh yeah, go and find the Messiah. Go and find the Christ child. And then come back and tell me so I can go and worship him too. Is that what he was going to do? Oh no. Oh no. Where's our heart motivation tonight? How do we worship him? Or do we worship him? The Messiah. The promised one. The Savior. Who is Jesus. Because, you know, God knows already. Do we really want to follow hard and seek him? You know, his star still shines. But do we? You know, Jesus wants us to run our earthly race that he has set before us, keeping our eyes on the star of the east so we can run our race well. He wants us to succeed and run our race, our race well. And then guess what we get to do? Then we get to go home. The theme of your evening. We get to go home. Yeah, home, sweet home. Even in Matthew 2, the wise men went home. Where are you with Jesus tonight?
You know, when Jesus walked this earth, his desire was to do well. To do the will of the Father that sent him. To do the work of the Father that had sent him. And then guess what? To go back home to his Father. See, God had set up his appointment on earth not one minute before, not one minute too late. Jesus just showed up absolutely in God's fullness of time. But I am sure, as Jesus walked this earth, that at times he was longing for home. You know, even when I speak in different cities uh, all over, and I am, it is the passion of my life to be able to share Jesus with precious women like you, to see how he changed my life, how he changes your life, how he lights up your life, how you walk in the joy of the journey. But even when I know I'm to be here and I'm so thrilled I'm here tonight, you know what happens? Deep in my heart, I can hardly wait to go home. You know what that creates in me? It creates a deep stirring in me. Knowing that I know that I can go home. Knowing that I know that my family wants me to come home. And knowing that I know that at God's absolute appointment one day, his appointed time for me, I will go to my ultimate home. See, this is what I was created for. This is what you were created for, to go to a place that he has prepared for us. And man, if he's prepared it for us, which he is doing, it's even more beautiful than in this beautiful room tonight. But see, God first wants us to enjoy this journey, this race that he has set before us on earth by having a love relationship with the Messiah, the promised one, the Savior, whose name is Jesus.